Breaking it down with Brandy and Camille, Camille who can't be here today, and Katie. <laughs> Cara Sullivan has been a casting director since 2003. She started Cara Sullivan Casting, a casting company located in Los Angeles and New York in 2005. KSC casts award-winning features, shorts, websodes, and she casts commercials. KSC has worked on a variety of projects, including Immigrant, starring Harry Hamlin, and UZLA, starring Sean Christian. Her web series credits include the award-winning UMC series The Rich and the Ruthless, starring Victoria Rowell and Richard Brooks, Love Works and Other Demons, and Romancing the Jones, starring the legendary Joan Rivers. Having worked on a number of national commercials for clients, such as Little Tykes, Lucky Charms, Tasty Bites, Hallmark, and industrials such as That's Revolting, starring Florence Henderson, have given Kara Sullivan Casting a wide range of credits and experience. A long list of credits also include these award-winning films. Lalo's House, 2018 Student Academy Award winner. Farah Goes Bang, the 2013 Nora Ephron Award winner at Tribeca. Abuelo, an HBO Latino film festival pick. Exact Bus Sayer, a 2008 Cannes film festival pick. Our fabulous guest today, let's welcome Cara Sullivan. Hi guys, thanks Thank for having me. Thank you for being here. That is a list. That is awesome. Yeah, that's that is awesome. List. That's only part of the list. Oh girl, you are busy. That's great. Yeah, yeah, it's great. So tell us, have you started out being a, what was your journey to becoming a casting director? So I actually did the four years of college at UCLA mm -hmm. and got a degree in sociology. And like before graduating, I thought I was going to teach. Oh. elementary school kids I had nannied and like done like was a kid at summer camp and then was the CIT and the counselor mm -hmm. but I knew I wanted to be around adults and I really loved entertainment and I knew that it wasn't like I think a lot of people see the Oscars and all this other stuff and right. think oh she's right. gonna be easy and all this glitz and glamour I knew it wasn't my brother had been in the business for a bit. Hmm. Um, oh, cool! So you got to see like firsthand. Yeah, like, yeah. Like he worked awesome. on TV Nation actually with Michael Moore oh, when that like okay. got started early. So I graduated. I signed up for a temp agency. I met with his friend, my brother's friend, who was the like this the assistant to the head of Universal. She sat me down and she was like, "Look, I can't tell you what to do because there's 20 different things to do, probably more. You're gonna have to decide." And she said, sign up for a temp agency, tell them you want to do entertainment. I did that. They set me up with a woman that was a manager of, mm -hmm. like, mostly comics. Oh. Yeah. That's so, cool. Like, a lot fun. of... It's fun. Yeah. It's funny, yeah. yeah. Like, a lot of the people that actually are really big now, like Kevin Hart and Dane Cook, I remember when they were, like, begging for time. That's like, the yes. improv. That's yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. Started from the bottom yeah. over there. It's crazy. Uh, so then she went back into casting and like I really loved it and then my friend was starting a production company and you ha usually have to do spec commercials so you, you know to show like what you can do and he's mm -hmm. like I don't want to do the casting I hate it um, and I said let me do it I'll, I won't charge you I really loved it and then I kind of just like 
started my business. I gave it a name, mm-hmm. put word of mouth out there, stayed with this woman I'm talking about for like probably another year, worked with other people, and then eventually just things just took off. I mean, things just took off. I've gotten very lucky with That's word awesome. of mouth and all that stuff. And, yeah. You know, I've done features on my own, which is can be difficult when you don't have help but right yeah i'm a one woman show i have assistance <laughs> once in a while but i do everything myself you myself. read and record and you yeah I, I do Good everything for you. i mean if i can get a reader mm-hmm. i will have a reader but when i started out you know i was doing a lot of student to start mm-hmm. you end up doing student projects and free stuff of course, you can't you can't afford a reader, and you kind of have to train yourself to be able to do all three. Mm-hmm. And I think for me, that's part of what makes me a good casting director. Not to brag, is that yeah. I'm able to? No, like please, do it. Yeah. Can't handle all that on my own. You know what I mean? So, but yeah. that I always think that's cool when people start. Like you were saying that you started with student films because it must be cool to watch those people that you you helped when they were like seniors and college now go on to be like huge people i think that's always so cool yeah that's neat it's the mfa i do mostly the mfa stuff Mm -hmm. and it is it's like lalo's house Mm -hmm. it with that kelly won an oscar i mean it's incredible the student oscar but it's incredible to just watch her journey yeah Yeah, and Mm -hmm. i still for me i still do student films you know i charge now Mm -hmm. right and but i cut my rates Mm -hmm. and for me you don't know who's going to be the next Ryan Coogler. Right. And a lot of people... Is that specific with the school? Do you, like, since you're a UCLA alum, is it specifically UCLA? Or do you also, like, USC? Do you get... I do, what, I do them all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, okay. USC is a big client because they the professors know me really mm-hmm. well. And the advanced classes, a lot of times, the professors actually hire me to mm-hmm. do the casting mm-hmm. for the advanced classes or consult. And sometimes even the students that are in like the lower division classes, the right. first few classes they start, sometimes they even hire me to consult. They find the hundred bucks wow. and I yeah. do it. But yeah, USC Chapman, UCLA, UCLA. I'm trying to think. Those are my main ones, but mm. I will do student projects. You know, if you AFI. Yeah. 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 Oh okay. yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So when you bring in an actor, then. Um, Obviously, besides the actual audition process, what's the first thing you look at at an actor's resume? Is there something for, your eye catches? Yeah, so for me, I ha- I I actually look through everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but the first thing I look at for me is like your look. Mm-hmm. So I'll look at your picture, and that'll draw me in because I feel like every project needs kind of like a different look, right, or a different feel. And I, for me, I get a lot from a picture. I'll go into your other pictures, though, mm-hmm. and see what else is there, because sometimes people put, sometimes the <laughs> first picture people put, you go into their other pictures, and you're like, well, it's hard to tell. Like, right. there's mm-hmm. pictures from 10 years ago. Like, mm-hmm. who am I looking at? So my advice to actors in terms of that is just make sure all your photos are recent. Mm-hmm. If there are things you're like the third or fourth person yeah. that said that they go into their thing. Yeah, and there's so like, and you're like, who, who is this? You right. can't, you know, yeah. it's hard to take a chance. And so that number one, take down photos that are ten years mm-hmm. old. Somebody mm-hmm. came in the other day for a commercial. I was casting teenagers. Mm-hmm. The guy was twenty mm-hmm. because he had an old picture up. Mm-hmm. And he looked twenty. It wasn't like he looked like a teenager, but like. 
you know, were you like the younger age range of teenagers? Like yeah, yeah. Like it was like oh, yeah. 14 point, to 15. Like, yeah, but, yeah. And at that point, you need to take down your stuff. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. It's so true. Yeah. And so then the other thing I look at, it depends on the project. So like when I'm doing commercials uh, with kids, I want a little bit of commercial experience, especially mm-hmm. because I just... They need to have it. I just mm-hmm. I've auditioned kids that don't have the experience, and with commercials, it's a lot of like non dialogue and being really happy and all this other stuff. It's easier if they have some experience, mm, um, especially with younger kids. And then and you can count on them too for like the long day. They're yeah, yeah, to they're gonna you know be I mean? fine. With teenagers, like I'd say past ten with commercials, I'm a little bit more forgiving. I just want them to have some in front of camera experience because mm-hmm. I feel like commercials sometimes just come down to your look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. and some and same thing with the adults. I just look for like a little bit of experience, ability, like some good training. So that way, like if you have to sit there, a lot of my commercials, you have to like just sit there. And the audition is about you laughing and having five different emotions mm-hmm. in twenty seconds. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I want to know that you can yeah. do that. Yeah, um, yeah right. Yeah, right? Okay. Yeah. Make sure you do that transition. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And then once we get to my theatrical stuff, I would say there's kind of a varying range of what I'm looking for. So with student projects, because they don't pay, mm-hmm. um, again, a little bit more forgiving. I just want you to have some, I need you to have some training, some on-camera experience, like not just being an extra. I want to know that you have a supporting right. role. Like I would say for the leads and the main supportings, I want to know you have some training, you have some supporting roles, mm-hmm. not just like saying one line, mm-hmm. you know. And um, some th- I'm also like, if you have a lot of theater experience and a lot of training, then I'm willing to kind of give you a chance and see if you can bring it down for mm-hmm. some. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. And then sometimes with the smaller roles with films, where it's like one or two lines, like, mm-hmm. I'm okay. If you don't have a lot of experience, maybe you just have extra stuff on there. Right. I'm, I'm good with like bringing you in. Oh, that's um, cool. Yeah, you know, because everybody's got to start somewhere. Yeah, like, that's nice. It's, yeah. 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 yeah it's stuff. just with the leads and the supportings, I need to know somebody needs to, can carry a right. film. You know right. what I mean? I feel like... Can do all the emotions. Yeah. And, it, you know, I've been doing this for what? Oh, my God. Since 2003? Uh, over 16 years? Wow. 13 years? Something like that? Um, I was like, we can do math. Yeah, I know. Yeah. All this morning, I, I cannot do math. I cannot, yeah. 27 years. It's like 13 or 14 <laughs> years. Um, I've just found that, like, with leads and supportings, you actually do have to have somebody that has some kind of, like, experience. And I will look at your reel. I only look at about the first... I only look at about the first 15 seconds just to make mm-hmm. sure it's right. And then with the stuff that's bigger, like um, Immigrant that had Harry Hamlin, mm-hmm. you know, I, with my bigger features where I have to answer kind of to a bigger hierarchy, right? I really, that, like you have to have a good amount of film credits. Some TV credits is nice. Yeah, you have training. to be able to stand next to yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah, and with, with those features, I really have to answer to my directors, and they want they hire me because they want to know that I can bring in people with experience. Mm-hmm. So, I would say with like bigger feature films that I do, even my independent features, then I'm a little bit more choosy. And sometimes with those, 
usually I put everything on Actors Access. Mm. Sometimes with my features, I only put them on on the site that goes to agents and managers because sometimes mm. I have directors who are like, yeah, we don't want independent actors. Right, right, oh. right, right. You know, yeah. Makes we sense. want people that come from agents. Yeah. Yeah. So after all that, so you get your resume, what do you, and you bring people in, what would you say makes a great audition? Like what makes you stop and look at someone and be like, that was good? I think somebody who just, number one, that you've worked on your sides. Mm-hmm. And if the whole script is there and I tell you to read it, you read it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I think I've had people come in and just be like, oh my God, I didn't have time. And they're completely rushed and mm-hmm. like they don't just don't like get it like I had somebody come in who was supposed to be a robber and he clearly had just gotten the sides in it like 30 minutes ago mm. it was three lines and he just could not no. could not get into it and I, I felt oh. bad but it was one of those things where it's like you needed to just like prep and right. so my advice with that is like if you know you're not going to have the time appropriate time to prep for the audition mm-hmm. I'm a casting director that always has more than one day of casting mm. or I, I will let you self-tape but it's a detriment to yourself if you come in here and you're not prepared and you're stumbling and all of right. that that's awesome for people to know though that you're yeah yeah, yeah. in that way ask for a reschedule right. i see people not do it all the time but if you feel like you're not ready mm-hmm. you need to ask for a reschedule mm-hmm. yeah i mean worse comes to worse the answer is no, no. but like right. at that point it's like cool well you also didn't come in like super prepared if right like, yeah i'm going to rob you <laughs> yeah yeah you know you know what i mean were. i always feel too, like if you ask for a reschedule and you're like no i can't like i have like i'm busy you know what i mean at least then in your mind you're like okay you know that they had already asked to like have another day to prepare. Do you know what I mean at all? So like, yeah. say, say like somebody would say I yeah. say it was the robber guy, right? Yeah. And I was like to my agent, like, can you ask her for a reschedule? Yeah. Like, can I come in tomorrow yeah. or whatever? And he, they had called you and you would said, oh no, I can't do that because yeah. of A, B, and C. See. Well, at least you and your mind was like uh, this. I would take it. You and your mind are a little more forgiving since he did ask for like yeah. one more day. Yeah. He shouldn't. He should just grab it and do it and be fine. But at least it's like... Yeah, I am. And my other advice is if like you're supposed to be here an hour before and maybe you need another hour and a half, mm-hmm. also ask if there's a time frame. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? The worst that's going to happen is that you're going to have to wait like a little bit longer if I have a full day. But right. if I would have a better audition, that yeah, then you should do it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that's one thing... The second thing is that I just look, for me, I like Meisner, which is like some truth Mm -hmm. in the acting. So I want somebody that like really feel, it feels like they connect to the situation. It feels natural. Mm -hmm. It feels like they're not trying too hard. I think you have to find some truth in every scene that you're doing, even if, like, I don't know, you haven't robbed anybody. Sure. Right. You know what I mean? Right. But I just yeah. think you got to buy the job. Like, wow, yeah. Why look at me? Who left the car? Katie runs away. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. She knows. Oh, my God. She knows. <laughs> I just want you to connect to the right. piece. For because sure. for right. me, yeah. there's, I can tell... If you're not connecting, that's mm-hmm. the big thing, and just for it to be natural. So that's when they're in the audition with you, and they're yeah, they're doing the stuff. 
um, what, what about with self-tapes, is there something like specific that you would say, yes, like this is fantastic, or as far as self-tapes, is there something where you're like, oh man, that's like such a noob mistake, yeah. you know, where you're like, man, I wish they would have just, you know. Mm -hmm. So for me, when you do self-tapes, people that sit at their desk and put their iPod like oh. in their hand, those make bad self-tapes. Mm -hmm. um, you need to have a solid background. Mm -hmm. Like when people do that, they're so close to their face. And I feel like you're trying to hold your phone and do your sides. It's just, it's, it's too much. Right. Um, the other thing is that I feel like you should put something, whatever you're using, put it on a tripod. Put mm -hmm. it on something steady. But I think your shot should be like a medium shot. You know? Mm-hmm. For sure. So medium to like from right under your chest yeah, to the top to, of your head. To like unless head. there's some other specific thing. Yeah, that unless I need to. For yeah. whatever reason, right. yeah. you know, where it has to be. Yeah, you're, you're never going to leave people hanging. No, <laughs> I'm not. And I give really specific instructions. So mm -hmm. I would say that like, whether it's an in-person audition or a self-tape, one, one of my pet peeves is I like am ridiculously specific about what I need from you and what what you need to bring like i say mm -hmm. this is for thursday sides are here Whoa. read this entire message yeah. i for me you when i send out auditions read the entire message mm -hmm. and with self-tapes i will give very specific instructions um the other thing is whether it's a self-tape or you're in person if you're somebody that doesn't do well reading from your phone Print out your sides because I've seen people read from their phone and they just get buried in the phone and you can't see their face. That always blows my mind that people, I don't know why that people bring their phone in and hold their, I don't know. I, I mean, it, wor it works for some people. It's mm -hmm. fine, you know. And just as like a, like a comfort thing, I guess. Yeah, but. I mean, I'll tell you if I want you to be off book. Mm -hmm. For first calls, I don't expect people to be off book, but I think, again, it's the preparation thing. Right. You should have practiced enough where you're familiar enough with the lines where, like, if you need to catch a you know, you need to look down to catch a line, you can at least look mm -hmm. up, mm -hmm. you know? So you were saying, too, with self-tapes, like, looking down, holding your phone, what do you see for, like, generally, what is a, is a big mistake actors make when auditioning? Whether like self-tape or... Me? Yeah, or in person. I mean, I would... Just say, like, prep, just not giving yourself mm -hmm. enough time to prep. Yeah, that's that's right. the big thing. And you said, when you say prep, you mean, like, memorize your like, sides, have, a, have an, a character, kind of? Have, yeah. Like, a, make a decision. Make a decision. <laughs> I think it's, it's yeah, it's, it's practicing enough so you're familiar enough with the, with the sides. Mm -hmm. Read the script if you need to. Read the script if it's there so you can really fully get the character, but I... Yeah, and just, you know, look, if you're not off book, that's fine. Just make sure that, like, I can see your face. You right. know what I mean? So, for me, I think the biggest mistake is just not giving yourself enough time to prepare. I don't right. care if you have to do two lines or two pages. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you have to read them all like it's important. Yeah, prep is big. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, we've come to the point, and I'm so sorry, Brandy, you don't get to ask your question, because we've uh, we've switched things around today. We're changing things up. You get up. to ask. Uh, if you could cast anything, past, present, or future, what would it be? I love this question. Oh, that's such a hard one. Oh, my God. Okay, well... In a general sense... Sure, sure. A lot of people have done genre, too, like different yeah. genres. I 
like Lalo's house was a good step towards what I want, mm-hmm. which is I really love casting things that make a difference. Like Lalo's house, what it's about is, and Kelly was really brave to do this. It, it was about trafficking, mm-hmm. right? Kids. Oh. Okay. In Haiti, there's this thing that goes on where they kidnap these kids. Mm-hmm. Um, they take them to it's 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 a nun that's doing this. This is one of this is one of the biggest things happening there with one of these nuns. She will go to a town two hours outside of or really far from the convent. Okay. Mm-hmm. She will have somebody kidnap these kids, bring them to the convent, mm-hmm. tell them that the parents don't want them, send a ransom note to the parents that is like way more than they can pay and they're so far away the, the police can't find them right and then she sells these girls and like has like mm. typical story of like the the clients can come sample the girls it's like right oh, talk so about being christian disturbing yes it's a nun it's a nun oh. it's so disturbing and so that won the student academy award mm. and one of the did things, she act in it as well if i'm asking or she, was she just she, she was the director but i have to tell you she shot this in it Wow. She had to, they had to be really undercover because sure. this woman is not to be messed with. I'm sure. No, whoa. Is this lady still out? Like, they haven't caught her? I think she's still there. I'll give you guys Kelly's information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You probably want to interview her. She's wow. Wow. Amazing. Like, this is an amazing story. And Garcelle Bouvier ended mm-hmm. up helping her produce it and played one of the nuns who was on the Jamie Foxx show. Okay. A long time ago. But okay. I, I think in a broader sense... Like, mm-hmm. I want to make films that make a difference yeah. and that put a message out there about something that's happening in the world that needs eyes on it mm-hmm. so that way it makes a difference. And, mm-hmm. I mean, one of my biggest dreams, and like mm-hmm. I said, Kelly was a really good step in the right direction, is to work on a film that wins an Oscar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Kelly, yes. Kelly's <laughs> a good start. And I yeah. would hope it would be, like, a film that wins an Oscar for... I don't know, something that makes a difference, mm-hmm. you know? Or I'd love to work on a biopic, which I'm about, I'm, I'm actually about to work on a feature through um, a thesis project mm-hmm. about uh, this, the director's friend, actually, it was a national story, came back from, I think it was, the you know, came back from, like, the Middle East mm-hmm. with... PTSD, and then ended up kind of becoming bipolar from all this Mm -hmm. stuff. Mm -hmm. And the VA, I guess because of the way he was discharged, like wouldn't give him any Mm. help. Uh, And he ended up killing his girlfriend, unfortunately. And so I'm going to be lucky enough to actually be casting that. That's crazy. Yeah, and he's still around. He's still around. Like, What a heavy story. Yeah, yeah. So I guess for me, it's I guess it's stories that just make a difference. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. You know, you're like shining like, light on these yeah. things that need to you know be shown. Right. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. Okay. okay. And I love my comedies and my lighter stuff. I'm not saying I yeah. don't, but mm-hmm. that I think that mm-hmm. the, that the, that would be the ultimate goal. Mm-hmm. I have to ask, what was it like? Because I see it says "Romancing the Joan." Did you get to work with Joan Rivers? I went on set one day. Yeah, was she? I love her. So I didn't get to talk to her. Mm-hmm. We were told to kind of like <laughs> stay away. Stay away. Yeah. But I have to tell you, when she was lobbed, when they uh, weren't rolling, she was lobbed, and mm-hmm. she would just say like the 
funniest, <laughs> funniest things that would just make you just laugh, like complaining about like how tight her clothes were. <laughs> the other thing is she told the guys. So basically it was kind of an, uh, the thing was, is a web series where, where they're making fun of The Bachelor and stuff. <laughs> okay. So it was through Renews It. Mm. And basically the thing was these like 20 guys were all trying to date Joan. And each guy <laughs> was a I different... <laughs> and Melissa was there like giving yeah. her advice. That's so awesome. each guy was like Ray Red Raspberry. So it was named... Their, so their names had <laughs> the Renews It set in there. And funny things were happening like... One guy was like a low talker, so you couldn't hear anything. <laughs> one guy, like she came downstairs one day, and one guy made breakfast for like two, like twenty people, and she was like, "Oh, you made breakfast for everybody." He's like, "Yeah, sure." And in the afternoon interview, he's like, "No, no, I actually made breakfast for me. I'm like a nervous eater." So. They took all of the things in the, in the Bachelor that we all think are ridiculous and that we make fun of and put it into this thing. Like, one guy was like a yoga guy who would like do chakras and like be really loud and hum and stuff. It was great. So, during one of the, well, they were in between takes, she says to the guys, Have you guys ever heard about the money shot? Like, no. And she said, You know, if you touch the star talent, then you'll be guaranteed to be in the shot, even if it's your hand. <laughs> so that was great. That was oh my gosh. I can't even imagine like casting though, even all those different batches. Yeah. Oh, it was so process. funny. Cause they just took all of the like, these guys were all just emotional basket cases. I mean, yeah. they really took all of the worst quality yeah. of the bachelor oh. that just make you crazy you know and throw it into that and do it in that. these guys were like so de- like every guy was just so desperate to date Joan and doing like crazy things it was oh. like it was oh, hysterical yeah I loved her um, so uh, let's see we also uh, we're curious what are your hobbies or things you like to do when you are not casting I love to travel so that's been where that... have you been where's your favorite place that you've been oh so many um well let's see my dad lived in New Zealand for a little bit before he passed oh, wow. away which was like amazing and it's gorgeous and I'd like to go he was more we were more north Okay. So I would love to like see more of the beaches and stuff like that. Thailand was amazing Fun. and amazingly wow. cheap. Mm-hmm. Heard, you know? And we went when I was like, I don't know, when I was a teenager maybe, but I would love to go back. Again, we had cousins who were working for the State Department, so. Oh, okay. So it was nice. We, we got to stay. But Paris is one of my favorite places. It's oh, so go there. pretty. The parks are gorgeous. Um, yeah, and then something I didn't ever, a random place that nobody ever thinks about going is, um, so my boyfriend, her, his mom mm-hmm. is Slovakian heritage, and like, that's what Katulik is. Yeah, exactly. So, she, the deal is her parents immigrated to the States, mm-hmm. 
but then nobody else from that side of the family did. Mm. So there were, like, her brothers had traveled back and forth. So there were cousins. His mom's 89. Mm -hmm. There were cousins that she had, like, never seen. Wow. One cousin came out for a little bit, like, when she was 20 and stayed at the house to make some money. And um, so we finally, his mom, uh, my boyfriend, his nephew, and I... Took a trip to Slovakia, wow. which was um, like Slovakia's amazing. It's really incredibly green. Like mm -hmm. you go on the highway and like it's there's these little towns that are like five minutes long right. along the highway. Yeah. Yeah. It's really great. It it was great and yeah, that was just amazing. And we did Hungary. You know, we did Budapest, which was great. Yeah, and we like spent we spent a day in Prague. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so traveling is a big thing with me. Um, my boyfriend really likes car shows, so I'm supportive. And we go. we go and like <laughs> we do that, you know. We'll go to Monterey. Well, there's good car shows in Woodley Park sometimes. Woodley Park. Yeah. My dad's a huge car guy, so whenever he comes out, I always like try to find like little. Oh things yeah, that good there to is. know Woodley, Woodley Park. Park has like Queen's English and all kinds of stuff, all kinds Ooh. of car shows, and. Off of Topanga Canyon, mm -hmm. where that mall is, okay. there's a coffee and cars every Sunday. Oh, really? Oh. I'm going to have to write this down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's right over near, like, the Will, Will Gear Theaters over by Topanga. That's oh, a yeah, 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 yeah. Like, the yeah. Big, big mall has a, one of the parking lots has, like, a... Oh, like a... They, yeah, yeah, like, a, a, like a free yeah. car show. People just bring their cars. Real, and you can talk to them. That. And then Bob's... Bob, Bob's big boy. Oh yeah, yeah. They have a car night every we did Friday do that. night. We did do yeah. that last year. And oh, my dad was so cute. He's this young spring chicken of a man. Not really. He wore his cute little <laughs> car shirt because he belongs to like uh, car clubs back home. Yeah. He wore his car shirt. He's like walking around, like saying hi to all the guys. And I was like, I'm gonna get a milkshake. Yeah. <laughs> you have fun. This is what happens. They all the yeah. guys all come out and then they can talk for like 20 minutes. Yep. I've seen my boyfriend do it. And um. When I when I can, I do go to the movies. It doesn't have as much as it used to because I'm working so much. Oh yeah, good problems. Yeah, good yeah. Problems. but I, that's why I have HBO because yeah, I record HBO. movies. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I love eating. So, like finding new restaurants is yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. like uh, there's an Indian restaurant on Fairfax called Badmash. Oh, a lot of people don't know I about it. I have never had Indian so, food. I've oh, lived out here for five years. That's so good. I've never oh, had man. Indian food. Yes, yeah, so that's really, much. really good food. Huh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I have to do that. Thai food, great. Yeah, mm -hmm. I'll eat anything. Food. Or oh Thai gosh, food. No, yeah. yeah. I know. I know. I know. We got to do that. There's a really great Thai food there. Yeah. I would do that. Love food. Oh, yeah. All right, Miss Cara, we got yeah. to the rapid fire questions. All right, let's see how fast I can answer them. You can answer them as long, as short as you want. All right. But so, what is your biggest pet peeve in casting? Actors not being prepared. That is drilling into your heads. Be yeah. prepared. Uh, what is your best advice to actors? You can be as specific or as broad as you'd like. Um, I would say. Well, this is advice I actually gave on this other thing that I interviewed for, like, a documentary. So, I think this is going to be interesting advice that probably nobody has ever given, given anybody. I think the business is a hard business. And you do have to, I feel like, sometimes have a have, be tough and have a tough backbone. Mm. And, um, you know, I'm freelance. 
So there was a time where I really struggled to keep the business and I had to stay with a couple of friends so right. I could do it. And my mom wanted me to move back to Palm Desert mm -hmm. and I told her no because this is what I want to do. So some weird advice that I would give you is that if you are passionate about being an actor and this is what you want to do, mm -hmm. just stay the course. If you have to take a part-time job, do it. There's no shame in that. I had a couple of personal assistant part-time jobs, but I think my advice is if you're passionate about being in the business and being an actor and things get hard, do what you have to do to keep on doing it and right. stay. You know what I mean? Sure. And if going back home to someplace like Palm Desert is what needs to happen for you, I would say just make a timeline of when like you're going to come back. Mm -hmm. But if you can stay and stay it out, then I would stay. You know what I mean? And then I would say too, like my other advice is, you know, whatever kind of project you're going in for, because I've had this happen before too, Treat every project like it's really important. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I've had people come in for student films and like that I do, and then I give them direction. And one guy was just like, "Well, this is a student film. Like, oh. Student film. I shouldn't emote to emote. You know what I mean?" And this was this was not bad direction. And he just walked out. I had an assistant who went to go get him, but I had to explain like. I'm a professional casting director. Right. Right. You know what I mean? This is your job. It's how you pay your bills. It is. Right. Right. But I would say that whether it's a job where your the student films don't pay or or it's an independent project, it doesn't matter what it is. You don't know who. Do research on who you're coming in for mm -hmm. if it's a casting director, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so you know. And if you're not that into it, I would say don't walk in the door. And the other thing is if there's no casting director on board, I mean, I guess my point is you don't know who's behind the desk. You don't know if they're going to be the next, uh, you know, I can't think of oh my, the next director for Black Panther. Right. You know what I mean? Right. He started out at, at USC. Um, you don't know if the casting director is going to be the next person for like the next big ABC show, right. you have to treat every audition. And this town is so small. Yeah. People like Everybody talk. knows. And it's everybody. like, you've got that opportunity, like take advantage of it. Yeah. You know, if but nothing more, you're like at an audition, like practice. Yeah. You know what I mean? Treat yeah. it as practice. Exactly. Yeah. Every audition is practice and a chance for you to stretch your legs. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, you just, you don't, you don't know. And honestly, us casting directors, like, there, there are people who have known me since the day I started doing this, mm -hmm. and I'm really loyal, and the people I love, I will continue to bring you back no matter what. Right. But I remember the people who are difficult, mm -hmm. and they don't walk in the door again. It's true. So I, Yeah, so I would be... He said that to you? I just can't believe you went and said uh, to go bring him back. I'd be like, nope. No, I, I mean, I wasn't going to go chase but, him down, but the to, to but the, the, the casting assistant I had mm -hmm. that day just was like, what is your problem? And went to go chase him down. But he's not, I mean, I've never had him come back since. Mm -hmm. He submits all the time. Oh, I wouldn't either. Yeah. yeah. Just a, what a jerk. Wow. So what is the best way to contact you? Do you do social media? Do you like postcards? Like how can actors who do or don't have yeah. representation get in touch with you. Email is the best way to get in touch with me. Email? For sure. Yeah. 
Yeah, and so my website mm-hmm. is Kara with a K, K A R A Sullivan, S U L L I V A N, casting.com. So again, Kara Sullivan casting.com. My email is on there, but I tell people instead of emailing from the site, it's better if you just directly email from your mm-hmm. email. I, mm-hmm. I, it, it gets their email from the site, but this right. just ensures. And they that's. Get it. That's the best way to do it. I would say postcards with me, you know, I'm not always at the same studio Mm -hmm. and mail can be tricky. Mm -hmm. Do you do generals? Like, do you do general meetings for the most part? I will once in a while. I, my time, I just am always so busy. It's just hard, but you know, you can always contact me Mm -hmm. and ask, but you know, I'm always willing to ask, answer a question. Sometimes right. people are not sure about headshots. Like, mm-hmm. is this working? You know, mm-hmm. um, I somebody needed to know if their resume looked okay. I right. helped them with that. Just don't you know, bombard her. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would say for me, you know, once I have your headshot and resume, I'll I'll, I'll keep it on file, and then. You know, all of my projects, like I said, unless I can't, I put them all on. I use Breakdown Express, mm-hmm. but everything is always posted on Actors Access, mm-hmm. unless I can't. Right. And then on Casting Frontier, that site, I put it out to the actors as well as to the agents and managers. But yeah, I think email's the best. Mm-hmm. Um, this Social media, I understand there's a need for it, but I am not... I'm not on my Facebook or my mm-hmm. Instagram and all that a lot. And it's not the best way to get in touch with me. Got it. Only because I spend all day on the computer. Mm-hmm. That's the last thing you want to do. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is there anything else you'd like to plug today? Anything no. coming up? Any I'm new? I think what I have coming up. No, I mean, I'm always, like, working. That's awesome, though. Yeah. I don't think of anything. Right? Yeah. I know, yeah. No, nothing, nothing new. No, I mean, The Rich and the Ruthless, I would say, uh, The Rich and the Ruthless um, mm-hmm. is a web series I did. It's on umc.tv. The sus- subscription is, like, $5 a mm-hmm. month. They have a whole bunch of shows, but... Um, the Rich and the Ruthless is great comedy if you just like want to watch something light. It's basically Victoria Rowell, who was like on The Young and the Restless for years with Shamar Moore and 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 uh, stuff. She did a kind of like she wrote these books about what happens behind the scenes of soap operas. Oh. It's almost like soap dish. It's almost like soap so dish funny. in like a web series. We're on season three. Um, it's really, I have to say, it's just, it's just, it's really funny. I'm really proud of my cast. Um, she kind of took situations she dealt with and put a comedic spin on them mm. and made them fun. Wow. And there's people like legends like Shadow Stevens is a series regular. Mm-hmm. Victoria is one of our series regulars. Michael Tucci, who was on Grease, who was one of the T-Birds. <laughs> okay. Okay. I, like, I was like, I know who that is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. He, he's in it. Um, yeah, and so we have some really, like, Hollywood, Very cool. Hollywood legends. Awesome. So, yeah, I'd watch it. Five bucks a month, and then you can watch, you know, they have other shows on there. Mm. And now, okay. uh, give us the name one more time. It's umc.tv. 
Perfect. it's called The Rich and the Ruthless. Mm-hmm. Cool. And then for Lalo's house, how was how Lalo's? Lalo's. I, I lied to you all. Lalo's. Lalo's house. house. How do you? Sorry. How do you? How are we able to watch that? You know, I don't know, know if Kelly made a public <laughs> thing for it. I would say you can always Google it and see if she put up something. Okay. Yeah. Public. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe it's been picked not, up by something else. Yeah. Because you know, it sounds sure. It sounds awesome. Sort of thing. Yeah. 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 So it'd be interesting yeah. to see that. But I'll definitely give you guys Kelly's info because yeah. yeah. Sweet. Great. Well, thank yeah. you so Thanks. much. You're yeah. so welcome. And don't forget to share and subscribe for more great content.